hope you're all well. Um, I've been just pondering on a few things and just a, a few things that I've just observed and a few things that I've studied. I've written it down so I won't be actually looking directly at the screen, but I'll try my best. So this is just about the awesomeness of God. I want to encourage you today on the awesomeness of our God and remind you of how much you are loved. John 1, 1 to 4 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in, in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. And in him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. The Greek word logos is the word is a word with various meanings. It is often translated into English as word, but can also mean the reason for or the principle or standard or the logic for something. We use a lot of words that have their origins in the Greek language. There's approximately 170,000 English words in use today, and about 150,000 of them come from the Greek language. For instance, the word psychology comes from a combination of words psych, meaning mind, and logos, meaning the word or the logic or the reason for. And again, another word, theology, derived from the Greek meaning theos, meaning God, and logia, meaning word or reasoning. We have so many other examples like sociology, the sociologos, biology, the biologos, technology, and it goes on. You can think of so many different ones. So Jesus was in the beginning. He is God and the reason for everything. He not only created everything, he holds all things together. In Colossians 1, 15 to 17, it says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. One of the key words in Colossians passage for me is in Christ, he holds all things together. In the Greek word, this is sonistemi, which means to stand together, to be compacted together, to cohere. Now, we've just been reading about the word becoming flesh and the word holding all things together. Jesus is the word. He holds all things together. And I want to just focus on that for a minute. So Colossians 1.17 can be applied to the structure of an atom, for example. The nucleus of every atom is held together by what physicists call weak and strong forces. The scientists have split open atoms to try and find what all matter is made of. They found smaller particles that can be split, which in turn can be split and split and split, and it goes on and on and on. Um, one of these particles is called a quark. Now, what they did was they took two halves of a quark and they put them thousands of miles away in, in different places in America. I'm not sure exactly where it was. But what they did was they changed the rotation spin of one half and at the exact same time the other half of that quark did the exact same thing it turned and was doing the same thing as the other half of it the deeper the scientists go the more they are realizing that there is this 
energy or force that is holding everything together by relationship. I was doing some studying, trying to find some quantum physics for dummies so that I could get my head around it a bit. But this is what I found, and I'll just read it to you. Quantum physics discovered the physical atoms are made up of vortices of energy that are constantly spinning and vibrating, each one radiating its own unique energy signature. As you focus in closer and closer on the structure of the atom, you would see nothing. You would observe a physical void. The atom has no physical structure. We have no physical structure. Physical things don't really have any physical form. Atoms are made up out of invisible energy. Now, I've never studied quantum physics myself, but I really, and I really don't understand it completely. But what I do know is that my God is not only the God of this vast, immense universe with all the stars and all the galaxies, but he's also the God of the tiny and the minute. You are unique. There is no other person genetically the same as you. You are perfectly unique. Ephesians 1.4 says, Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And again, Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. God didn't create the world and wind it up and just leave it to go. He isn't like a kid with a pet spider that he pokes now and again just to see if it's still alive. He's interested in all of your life. Yes, you. Even down to the spots on your face or the grey hairs on your head, if you've got any hairs. He adores you. God has a picture of you on his mantelpiece. God wants to hang out with us. He wants to be the first thing on your mind when you wake up. And he wants to be the last thing on your mind when you go to sleep. This awesome mighty God who created the universe, the mighty mountains, the stars and the tiny atom. He created you. And I bet you look at yourself in the mirror sometimes and you see the lines and the imperfections and the failures. But God sees his perfect child full of potential. Now, the only way that I can comprehend this and make it personal to me is like when I became a parent. All I wanted to do was love and hold that beautiful baby. She wasn't aware of it. And as I grew with her and she grew, I wanted to protect her so much and spend as much time with her as I could. And funny, as she got older and she'd come back from school and I'd ask her questions about her day and she'd just say, I don't know, or can't remember. And it suddenly hit me. Have I been like that with God? He's there wanting to know all about me, asking me questions. How's your day been, Jane? How are you? I love you. I'm here. And I'm just going, hmm, I don't know, can't remember. <sighs> yeah, I know that God is is everywhere and he knows everything. But he wants a relationship with me, just like I want it with my daughter. And whether we realise it or not, just like my daughter doesn't understand how much I love her. God made every minute detail of us and this universe and he holds it all together with his word which is Jesus every atom in your body vibrates in relationship with our creator whether you believe in him or not you're worshiping him just by existing no wonder Jesus said to the Pharisees in Luke 19:40, I tell you if these were silent the very stones would cry out because everything is held together by him doesn't that just blow your mind
this awesome, mighty reason for everything loves you. Amen.